0: I feel like it's been a kind of a big gear week, man.
1: Why is that? What do you, what do you, what makes you say that?
0: Well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like that, uh, the first Les Paul ever is on auction. Mm. Is it ever? That thing's cool. When you really look at it.
1: And and it's crazy too, because I mean, you know, you think about for us, us Gibson, Les Paul nerds, Mm -hmm. 52 is the first year, but that's a a 1951
0: guitar. And that, I mean, and you think of just how much that guitar changed everything. You know, as far as it
1: truly did. I mean, you know, we're f- I'm a fucking I'm such a nerd about Les Paul's, but it's like you can't
0: you can't deny <laughs> how important that yeah.
1: guitar has been to just yeah. the the cultural world that right. we live in.
0: Like Fender did Fender and the Telecaster yeah. was one thing. But but I think the Les Paul took it to a whole nother level with style and sound and just like it's a completely well, sophistication really wasn't well, apples and I mean, oranges I mean, comparison. Yeah, when you
1: think about it, I mean, Fender is kind of and I don't mean this in a disparaging mm-hmm. way, but Fender was kind of like Ikea. Yep. Uh, it was modular. It was the work you, could, you could screw it together. Yep. You could put it together without like written instructions. A yep. uh, Gibson, that's a I mean, it's it's a set neck. It's a carved top. Like yep. there are there are things that just you have to you have to know how to do that. You have really, to learn like, how to do it.
0: The only thing they really had in common was the six strings and the frets. Like, six
1: strings, magnetic pickups. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah, I mean different skill lengths, different, yeah, apro- even different totally approaches length, to, to the instrument. But man, some of the fuck it, dude. Who cares? What can we can just talk about it. Now, the, some of the appointments that he put on that guitar yeah. are pr- like two... He had a master... I think There's it was a master knocks. volume in two tones. Yeah. And one of those... And, and I believe the master volume, you could actually also... It was like a push button. Really? He did crazy shit. Yeah. He also... I think... Dude, this is something that I, I really have not explored fully and something that I really want to explore. Okay. Which is Les Paul was obsessed with low-impedance pickups. Okay. Most... Passive electric guitar pickups are high impedance, high Z. You'll see like the high Z input on an interface or whatever. And and those need to be boosted and amplified. He was all about recording direct, so he would always do low impedance pickups and then often have a separate or just only one output for that. So on that gold top, Les Paul... He which is so funny. Dude, we had spent all that time talking about signature guitars, and it's like it's so weird. It's that, the signature. It's, it's this that was a signature guitar, right? Like it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it now it's just it's its own now brand. It's a model, but yeah. uh he on that guitar had another dr- hole drilled in the top for an output jack. So he has one of the pickups is rewired to be low impedance, one of the pickups is high impedance, and then he had two separate outputs on right. that. He also had that sideways uh tailpiece tail piece on yep, there that yep. just looks so
0: sick. And like the oversized pick didn't it have, like oversized pick or something because like that? Because there
1: were a bunch of routes and shit, he put oh, like all okay. the, I think it was called a blanket. So it pickguard. probably wasn't like that like originally. No, no. definitely not. That was, yeah. and that's the thing. He was such a tinker, he, he would just all bring stuff it back himself. into the
0: lab and like take it apart. He would do it. it. Wow.
1: Uh and what was the other th- man, I'm 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 blanking a little bit. I should have I should have read the article uh, more recently. I can't there was something else about it that I wanted to bring up that I thought was like really cool. oh yeah. Uh, The biggest complaint for anybody that's ever been lucky enough to play a 52 Les Paul, the first couple, the first few months they used, and for the whole thing, they used kind of a stupid tailpiece. But then the first few months, it was an extra stupid tailpiece where they did the the wrap under instead of the wrap over on the trapeze. Right. He actually had a special, I think it was, it's like a cold rolled steel bar (laughs) replaced that completely. Yeah. So it's like he knew, like... Gibson still continued to sell it, but he knew that it was a bad way of doing it himself and and just changed it. Wow, so So he changed it on his own. On his own. And then Gibson was like, oh, right, we should do a -A Tuna Man. He's like, guys, guys, check it out. It says my fucking name right on the (laughs) top of here. Let's make this thing good. All right, man. Wow, We're here. I'll be honest. Folks... Dave, you know already. I'm, I'm dragging a little You're bit a tired today. Guy, I'm Dave. a tired boy today. Okay. So I'm going to do my best. We'll see what happens. I'll try to pick up the slack. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's what we're here for. That's right. Here it is. GearBuds Podcast, episode 122. Wow. 122. Good number. Nice number. I'm Henry. That's Dave. What's up? We're going to do the thing. Here's a symphony of corrections. Here's your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. Thank you for listening to this, as always. I think we sort of jumped the gun a little bit, speaking of uh, last week. Uh because we just decided to thank so many people. I don't think we thanked everyone. So let yeah. me just take the time to thank all y'all. All y'all. Because uh you're the fucking greatest and mm-hmm. thank you for being here with us. Uh let's get into the sub sub segments, touch and tips, friends of the show, story time with Uncle Hank, BFI, GFI free stuff. I want to give another specific shout out to one of our friends and fans uh, here. I just want to shout out our, our good friend Sarah. She has been with us from day one back since the gear hunks day. I realize that we never actually have ever given her a specific official shout out. She's been instrumental in the show and doesn't doesn't give a damn about a lick of gear. So all right. Thank you Thanks so much listening. Sarah. Um, Sarah for those wondering and for you wondering uh, we like to give each other shitty tattoos as well. So oh, she's the tattoo. That's artist, there we okay. go. Well, that's I, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> all right. Also, I want to give a shout to our. I don't know if you saw this I think on Facebook today our friends at elk live who we spent a lot of time talking about last week yeah how cool is that really cool um, interface that allows you to jam lo- no latency low latency uh, across large distances give us a shout out repost today so yeah want to give them give them a little reshout keep the, keep the love going That's so cool uh yeah they they're, they 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 even gave the specific I've never seen someone the time do this, stamp. they gave the timestamp of when to go listen to us talk about it yeah so they like really want people to hear what what Our we said about that, that. About and if you ride. want to
0: listen to the other 51 minutes of the episode you know, yeah there are do that plenty too. other things that we, <laughs> we
1: we know very little about so thanks thanks again that i mean that i just love i love seeing seeing the and we vibes. love
0: people that are coming up with good ideas man that's what we're all about
1: exactly man. here might be a bad idea i don't know you tell me dave all right here's okay i dude this is just coming to me i love how i'm just like quizzing you these days how, what's the what's what what is the highest amount of money you could see yourself paying for an Epiphone guitar?
0: Oh, man. Um, I would buy a 60s Casino or Riviera. Oh, yeah. Dude. Uh, for like, you know, I would say, if I mean, a good deal would be like if you could find it at like three grand or something. Oh, but
1: dude, those casinos are like five figures I know they're now.
0: crazy now. It's, um, but I got to pl- recently play a 12-string one at, that's mm-hmm. at a rehearsal space. And it's the 65 12-string uh, Epiphone Casino Sunburst. <sighs> absolutely gorgeous but it sounds so incredible probably the nicest 12 string i've ever played mm. and you know i don't even really play guitar so oh, for dear. me that was that speaks uh sweet molassy. um so yeah uh, five grand okay new Ep- epiphone guitar yeah i mean that's a thousand dollar guitar right
1: well i've got some news for you Dave. i saw the article did you see they're yeah. selling usa made casinos now and I didn't write down the price, but I think it's, it's twenty seven. Yeah, 26.99,
0: 26, $26. I think, um, dude. Honestly, I like it. I th- I think what they're doing is: are they building it at the, the Gibson factory? I yeah, assume? of course. They, and it's all it's a Gibson. It's a
1: and which is what those casinos were yeah. at the time as well, right? Yeah. They were all made in the Kalamazoo factory. Now, well, Gibson moved all production from Memphis to Nashville a few years ago. They didn't make ESs at all for a while. Yeah, now are actually ramped up to production because i guess even like they because they still have some of the original jigs and presses from kalamazoo right and and because they've been used for 60 years they have like certain slight some and some of them fallen into disrepair but also like you know you think about a piece of steel even though it's steel it's still gonna wear down yes over some amount of time so they've realized that certain things they had to like actually sort of replace some parts but yeah anyways yeah i i don't know
0: i I what do you think i like it
1: (sighs) It's a tough one man because I do love casinos. Yeah. I love me a semi or a fully hollow guitar yeah. with with some P90s like of course the 330 all day long. Right. I have a hard time with a new Epiphone costing I mean it is it doesn't cost as much as a 3 like an, I don't even actually I'm not sure if they're making 330s at this point but 335s cost more than that. Right, right. But, uh, but in the same ballpark. There's seems, not a discount aspect to it I guess. I guess saying. I guess maybe because I guess to your point, maybe because it all that the Epiphone Casino was a top of the line pro guitar when it came out. Yeah, it can still be a top of the line pro guitar now. The problem is that in in the years between, they've made they're beginner decent, guitars. but they've yeah. made a bunch of beginner guitars, including you know four three, four hundred dollar Epiphone Casinos. Yeah, so right. now it's like I have I have to like.
0: It'd be fun to AB them and see. Like it would be how super fun to AB yeah.
1: because some of the guitars were good. Some, uh-huh. some weren't, but it's like, I, I haven't got my hands on the new one yet. So I can't really speak it's, to that. It's
0: definitely, there's two ways to look at it. It's definitely like a nerd type of thing. Like me and you know what a 65, how cool a 65 yeah, casino is. Right the general person might be like, Oh, cool. Epiphone. Like, and then mm-hmm. be like, like this guy doesn't really know. And so there, you know? then we, so, it brings it back to that head weird stock, headstock recognition right, thing that right. we
1: all, I think to some extent fall victim to, unless you play, you know, Steinberger or other headless guitarists. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, insert the room shot folks. This mm. is where we need to like be a podcast with buttons. to this make is, sound. Yeah. Soundboard.
0: Um, no man, I think it's. I think it's. Cool. I want to play one. I think that's a thing. Is me I sh- too. I should, I should get my it hands on it. it. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: So this. I, I don't know if that's a BFI or a GFI. I just. It's a. It's a either. I think they I
0: think they're going to have a limited amount of people. I guess is what I was getting to. Who are actually going to buy it, for that price yeah, point? Right. Like I think like the nerd like me, um, or let's say you have a real sixty five at home. You don't want to mm. gig with it, but you love it. Can you imagine? I know. Oh. But, you know, but then you might be like, that's a fragile guitar you know, yeah. in a lot of ways. So maybe you don't want to gig with that. Maybe you want to buy the reissue, uh, which is what they made. So it looks cool to me. Um, I would spend $2,700 in different ways, but mm. uh, but I, I think it's cool. I'm, I wonder if they're going to do a 12-string version. Oh,
1: that would get me interested because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I, you know, we, we've talked a lot about 12 strings around here. I love those things. Yeah. You know, I actually reminded something to go back for a second back to the... Uh, and here it is, folks. I don't know if oh, you're yeah. gonna be able to hear this, but right now in the city of Chicago, the Blue Angels are practicing for their shows that they're doing on, uh, on the lake this weekend, America. and it is just super loud. Every twenty minutes or so, where yep. they just do sonic booms ahead. So this might be a boomy episode. Sorry, folks, but I don't know. These are very directional microphones. We'll yeah, see. We'll I see bet. What I happens. bet it's
0: not not as bad as the ambulances that used to go by. Oh, dude, that was so funny. <laughs> uh,
1: so I, you know, going back to the Les Paul going direct thing. I, uh, as we've talked about, have been you know I've got all these amps and I'm trying to figure out what to do with them if I'm yeah. not like going to be playing them super loud all the time. So I'm looking into gotta buy one direct of solutions, yeah. etc. Here's the thing, man. There are a number of options: Universal Audio Ox, the um, Boss Waza Tube Expander, uh, Rocktron VHT Fryet, like they're dummy all two kind of a thing, two two notes. That, yeah, right. So there are a lot of companies making solutions for this. Mm-hmm. However. I can't find one that can actually handle the power of an SVT. Yeah, oh, really. They all for because you know two amps like they're rated up to a certain wattage for the uh, when it's a when it's a power so yeah. The the highest I found is a hundred
0: watts. Oh, oh man, so you think so I don't would, like, know blow what to do with like it? That?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. You could definitely fuck up the transformer. if you Oh try dude, put that too would much suck. I don't That's a really,
0: I mean, I'm sure there's got to be something out there. Maybe I got to scour the, the, the base forums for you. There, yeah, because well, there's got to be something. There are,
1: like you're, you're saying, there's like speaker simulators and those things. I've heard a guy's when, doing dummy cams. When you're talking about like getting an actual power soak that sees the power right. of your tube amp and then runs it hot and you get all that stuff. Like the Ox does. Yeah. I can't find something that does, I don't think a product exists wow. that does the SVT or, or, or any 300 watt tube amp. So again, loyal listener. If you know of something that Man. can handle that kind of power, like the aux or tube expanders, etc.,
0: please it's, let us know. It's amazing I, amazing. I I have a need for this product. I mean, considering the SVT is probably the most popular out of all time, and you want to get them cooking to get to let it you to gotta, let it do yeah, its thing. Yeah, they don't sound good when they're just like barely turned up. So. And
1: and I just really would love to. I would love to get that grind. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how to do it.
0: You might be stuck with a solid state with uh, an SVT pedal well, or something. Well, I've got like the that. Kemper, man. You yeah. know, I've
1: got like pedal. Yeah, t- I've got stuff, but I want to use the SVT and I can't.
0: I will I will say something that might be a little controversial Ooh. on this here, but I I want to say, hmm, how do I phrase this? Tracking bass and really nailing that bass tone on mm-hmm. a recording might not be as hard as having to have that that head be the the thing. No, that you're
1: oh, using. no, I'm I'm You can get a good tone. I'm getting I think I, I that can be said about especially. almost everything I care well, about.
0: Well, especially with the Kemper, but no, I think I think going to like guitar or tube heads to could, get to
1: that like extent. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's the other thing. I mean, let's be honest, a lot of t- a lot of the bass tone on recordings is direct. That's like what that's, I mean. that's that's yeah. where most of the sound. But like that doesn't change me from wanting to have the option to like <laughs> You just want to, have a, to thing, really. have a reason to keep the damn and thing. I want to have a reason to keep the damn thing. And
0: I support that cuz I get to play it then once you get in a while. Play it. Mm. So,
1: let me know, please, let us know yeah, I Yeah, there's got to be something I want to to use it.
0: I've heard of guys going the dummy cab route on on on, on talk based forums. I've mm-hmm. heard it. And I don't know the, the Well that's inner a load box, that. but that's the thing. It's a thing. Like,
1: but and, and, and so those exist like the Palmer speaker simulator, but and then that's you not, run another
0: line out from it? Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah.
1: It's just it's not it's not exactly the same thing. Right. And I can't find something that does a three hundred watt. And, yeah. And it's fucking driving me that's
0: bonk, a, bonk. It's a, a brain
1: buster. Brain buster. Dude, I've got to tell you something I'm a little conflicted about this. I don't know if you've heard this is just a little not gear news here. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the hurricane that's a foreman right now? No, there's a there's a hurricane Henry, oh. uh, off the coast of the Northeast. I, I I well, I'm not sure if they're pronouncing it Henri because it's spelled H E N R I. But um, this is my first time ever ha- being named after a hurricane that I know of. I'm kind of jealous. So I- I'm conflicted, man, because it like it might make landfall in the Northeast, which would be the first time that's happened like forever, and it's really bad climate. Right. No, of shit. course, but it's never um, a good thing. But. I'm kind of a hurricane right now, and it's kind of a big moment for me, Dave, and I don't
0: know how to feel about it. I mean, it. I could play you some of The Scorpions.
1: Here I am, Dan, Dan, rock you like a hurricane,
0: Henry, come on,
1: come on, come on. Um, rock you like a hurricane, Henry. That I mean, I guess we all that. Be too insensitive. We can't call the yeah. podcast that.
0: I mean, it, it does stink. Like, I mean, think about any girl that was named Katrina like right, yeah. you can't just you can't walk around now without people thinking of that always forever and that was a major one so that was. That was let's yeah. just hope this isn't um in, in in more ways than one let's hope this isn't a major a major hurricane
1: yeah but i also like like let's celebrate me a little bit guys because i'm a hurricane right now anyways henry the hurricane that's that, that, that let's be your pro wrestling name oh I dude think. i just want to get the as long as we're just like being selfish uh bears uh going to the bears game tomorrow Hell yeah. shout out Stingray. i'm Grant jealous man coming through uh, get to see Mitch, Mitch Trubisky come back to the Soldier Field and get his face booed off, and everyone's gonna be so upset <laughs> it's and be great. talking about it on the internet. All right, more music stuff, whatever. Here we go. This is I, this is definitely. A, uh, I think this is a GFI. Uh, Steel Panther has opened their base auditions.
0: Yep. Are you going to do it, dog? I, you know, I I like Steel Panther. I've never really I couldn't name a song.
1: No, me neither. So
0: it'd be hard for me to go at this. Probably point something in my life. about
1: like titties or I mean, they're all yeah, they're all about, like, about chicks boobs. and
0: stuff. Um, I don't have enough like tiger print spandex either to Yet. wear. Um, my hair's not long enough. I, I don't think it's going to. work Your hair for does me. have a nice swoop today. Did you it, get a cut recently? I got a cut a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, looks you. good. Thanks. It's good hair day. Um, yeah. So. That's cool, though. I, you know, I was thinking about this.
1: And it's it's video auditions, right? You have to you have to like Maybe. record a video. I think the thing is At you record a video. At least to get through like the first,
0: the first you know, tier or something. And then you were
1: like, and then it was something like, and then also let us know like why you're bitching enough to be in Steel Panther yeah, or something yeah. like that. I,
0: I've always appreciated their kind of tongue-in-cheek, like we know that yeah. we're like this over-the-top like 80s hair metal right. band. The thing I was wondering about, though, and just in general, when you, when you have people audition... Like, remember when uh, Metallica got um, our Tr- boy uh, Trujillo. Trujillo? They did this big audition mm-hmm. and, like, all these people tried out. And I guess they, I think they might have done a similar thing when they got Newstead. Is that right? I
1: don't remember what the Newstead What was deal the one with
0: Claypool? Like, Les Claypool tried out for them once. That's right. And it, that was before Newstead.
1: That was. You're right. And because the story in the behind the music is Les like, Claypool shows up. He's like, uh, hey, you guys, uh, want you know any Isley Brothers tunes? Yeah,
0: <laughs> And then they're like, you are way too good yeah, to this, be in our this, band. This, like, this is, is this never going to work. Um, the, My point is I wonder what the difference is and what makes the band decide because you know those guys are in the industry There's no way they don't just know somebody who can come play Yeah, you know whether it's an attack or whether it's just a friend or uh-huh. whatever or somebody in the industry studio guy But they're they're going through the process of having an audition, which is interesting to
1: me. You know actually come to think of it We were talking about before the we started recording and we will talk about it a little bit before a little later in my favorite segment but in that Kirk Hammett icons they got into his audition process for yeah joining Metallica like yeah they've done they've done that a bunch and 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 they talk and he talks about how they started they're like he had a week to learn the songs yeah and um, they're in some re- rehearsal space in New York uh, in Brooklyn somewhere and he had never Kirk you know he was an exodus but he had never been outside of California at this point so he goes to he goes there and it's like winter it's all cold so it's all weird for me has a week to learn these songs they're like hey what you know they get there they get to the studio and it's like six or seven at night and he's like, yeah it's really weird because these guys seem like they're like just waking up yep. and it's like yeah. why are they just waking up right now uh-huh. and then they're like well what song do you want to play man and he's like well the easiest one seeking to so let's do that and so he tells the story that he's like yeah i'm playing it and then i see like immediately james and 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 lars like keep looking at each other and smiling and he's like i can't tell if they're like making fun of me or yeah, whatever if i'm doing good enough, but he's yeah. like then i realized that it's, they were just so happy that someone could come in and, and sound good and so quickly and it, it just happened right away, and yeah.
0: they knew yeah that's kind of a funny thing with them you know like you would think because you like you know as, as it is being in a band it's it's almost as important to be like cool with the people in your band rather than just the musical mm. thing you know or, or one Huge. helps the other yeah. right so to just be like hey we just want to meet a random stranger and hope like it works out like for steel panther we might tour for three months and realize like we yeah. can't fucking stand this guy you know? Or how
1: about like you know i'm in mean, that famous time when i tried off for biscuit you know it could have been, right. been it could have been it could have been the same dynamic with the 17 year old fucking imagine. nerd in high school uh so yeah if you folks are interested in auditioning for steel panther you can go do that for for some time i think this is a gfi garth brooks has canceled his entire stadium tour okay uh because he's just he's playing giant indoor stadiums and he's like yo COVID's still a thing so i don't want to do it right now so i i I, as much as i love to to bag on barth brooks around here (laughs) uh (laughs) which i still haven't i still am sitting on that domain garth if you if you need it uh I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. And, and the cool thing was that he canceled. He didn't postpone so that people could get their refunds, uh, refunds right yeah, away. Yeah,
0: and it's not just like, see you in two years or something. Maybe. Like. Right. Hmm. Uh, this is definitely
1: a GFI. I Oh, things are happening. Um, I learned about this woman. Her name is Janet Beat. And at the age of 83, has released her first album. Oh, it's so cool. And that made me feel so great because it's like, you know what? It's never too late, man. No If, way. You, if you've got the music in you. Wow. You can do it. It's all very and it's things What's, that she's sort of like recorded since the seventies, a couple, okay. you know, here and there. So but she's it's like, like a she's songwriter? never it's very uh electronic sort of like soundscape-y oh, stuff. Oh interesting. And um so you could call those a song. I don't think it would be what's most would traditionally yeah. referred to as a songwriter. But it's cool stuff. I had it on as sort of like background, getting some work done, music, and on, it's on Spotify. So you can go check it out. Eighty three years old. Eighty three huh? years old. Oh, Janet that's B. great, man. I love that. Uh, let's. See. Yeah, I can't remember what the record's called. It's like I don't know something sort of. Sure, we'll find it. Goofy named. Janet but Beat. Um, Janet Beat, go check it out. Eighty three. It's on Spotify. That's cool. And, man. and you know it's what? If you're even if you're not eighty three and you still have music that you want to release, maybe you should just fucking release it. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, maybe I should take my own advice. Here we go. <laughs> maybe uh, I too. Got some more stuff here. Cower uh, Guitars is doing good stuff. They just raised over $40,000 <clears> for the a- Afghanistan evacuation fund okay. by offering guitars and returns for donations. Awesome. And like instantly it sold like as much yeah. as they could handle because they're a small Yeah, company. they have to make them I think it was like $24,000 worth of guitars that they donated. And it was just like, well, we won't be able to do any more this year. So then Doug Cower, the owner of Cower Guitars, auctioned his own personal guitar wow to then also go in and so i think that got up to like Somebody twenty got something it. thousand awesome. dollars and then yeah so now Beautiful. got a m- bunch of money going love, love to see when guitar people and gear people make good yeah and do good stuff love 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 to see that uh we already talked about that first ever gibson les paul uh, yeah by the man himself going up for auction so. check it out guys
0: when is the has the bidding started it's in
1: september i think okay and that's right th- you know i re- my my main interaction with like high-end auctioning is through this sort of thing right mm. like i don't i don't often frequent uh high end art auctions or thing that sort of thing but online right but right. like so i look at a lot of these guitar ones and every time it's like estimated yeah. price a hundred thousand dollars one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then it goes for like 20 times that
0: yeah how do they how yeah, do they I don't know set to these estimated that. prices i mean they have to look at the price of like okay like a well you really don't have a 51 to compare it to so the man himself you have to look at the signature. first like early early serial 52 and yeah. then be like what would that sell for probably have to call a bunch of experts who know and like and then add the you know just how famous it is on top of it And it's like we've talked about if it's somebody famous owns it and you're a collector of that person's things like a Jimi Hendrix guitar or something like that. And you've got already like one of his costumes and like all this crazy. Do
1: do you think Les Paul transcends that? Yes. You know, as as. An icon, or not even just as a like a, an artist, but just I feel like the idea of Les Paul is something that people collect more than even just like the man Les Paul. Yeah, I like like I would if mm-hmm. I you know if I had that kind of stupid money. I would yeah, love, I don't give a shit. Like I listen to some Les Paul and Mary Ford stuff. It's cool. I've heard it th- throughout. I, the I
0: I love jazz guitar. So like when I see his like old videos of how yeah. he's going to like. My know, point is, I'm York. not
1: throwing that shit on every day. Yeah, so yeah. So like yeah. that's not my one of like right. the main types of things. You're I not going to buy like a, a bumper sticker. or something. I love last guitars pulp.
0: right well and how cool would it be to be like oh this is the guy who in basically you could argue invented like the nicest electric guitar ever and
1: made. i mean the log itself like you know he, he there's right. a lot of talk about and who invented of- what but he yeah. is one of the first people and yes. then beyond that invented multi-track recording and like d- tape delays and shit like the dude i mean he and then just imagine so like,
0: getting it and opening the case and being like this was this it. was
1: less less like, played even this.
0: to hold it would be like incredible yeah. so to actually own it it's amazing. I hope it goes up to a place where people can come see it like in person. I would love to just look mm. at it. it you know, rock maybe, yeah, one of those Jim
1: Irsay's of the world. Yeah. Or, um, that would be so cool. Paul Allen. Yeah, let us, let us play it, folks. Here we go. Uh, last couple, two, three things, two more things in here. Uh, wanted to bring this up Saturday, September 4th. Here in Chicago, there is the uh, boutique guitar showcase is coming back to Chicago Music Exchange. Oh, They're really? doing it. And it's like, same deal. It's, you know, you have to. Uh, make an, appointment, make an appointment, all that kind of okay. stuff. But there's over 20 crazy-ass builders that are awesome. going to be there. So uh, if you're interested, it's also on tour. So if you're not in Chicago, like many of our listeners aren't, uh, check it out. You can probably go see it in a place yeah. near you. Sure they and have this one, Dave, CDs. this is just for us here, but we're going to talk about it a okay. little bit. I've got a screenshot for us here. Okay. I saw this actually, this one's been hanging out on my desktop for a little bit. <laughs> and before I show it to you, so this um, this ad, there were actually three ads in the series. Mm-hmm and um listener uh the title of this the subject of this posting is want my guitar back Was this a craigslist ad i'm sorry correct this okay, is a craigslist gotcha, ad gotcha. craigslist musical instruments posting. of course want my guitar back and uh it's a picture of i don't I don't think I've ever seen one of these before, but it's just one of the ugliest guitars I've ever seen. <laughs> he also had this one. I, I took the screenshot because the guitar's so ugly. He also had just some sort of like crummy, not crummy, but just like not interesting Strat and maybe a parts caster or something like that. So it's want my guitar back, okay? And then he was just
0: selling the other two guitars. No, no separate I'm eggs. gonna read. I'm, oh. gonna read the, I'm gonna read
1: the. I'm gonna read the posting for you. It's okay. fucked up, dude. Okay. I don't feel good saying these oh. these things, okay. but this is what I found on Craigslist, and I just have to I have to share it with the world. About ten years ago, my fat lying ex-wife lied about paying her car payment, and her car got repoed. So I had to sell one of my guitars in order to get her car back. Oh my god! It's a Ujima Stringworks Subasa, red and black. I am on the hunt for the guitar so I can buy it back. Please contact me if you have the guitar. And there were three of these postings, and I'm going to show you oh, this, so this guitar now. The other
0: two.
1: It's a picture. of uh, Oh weird. Yeah,
0: it's like kind of like a body of an explorer, it's like but a, like a smaller, a small explorer with a Parker Fly headstock. With
1: a, nailed it yeah dude uh, but not even as cool as a part and of the, the body's flag, which two-tone red and
0: black stripes yeah i hope he gets it back i mean you're not gonna have a hard time finding it if you but ever my, do see just, it
1: just like the the utter boomeriness of the, like my fat lying ex-wife like really man come on you like jesus christ and do dude, you want like us to
0: hate you 10 years ago are you trying to get sympathy I mean, he was obviously upset. I don't know why. If he hated her so much, he shouldn't have used his guitars to pay her car payment to get her.
1: Or car just rent. like, why did you wait ten years to post, a, post this on Craigslist? Because I'm on that shit all day, every day, and I've never seen. I've this never ad seen before. this guitar
0: or the ad. I, right. I, I kind of want to look up the guitar and just see, like, if are those rare or expensive. I, I obviously I don't know. It looks, it sounds Japanese. Yeah. Um, right? But I don't know. I've never seen them. Like it doesn't look '80s or anything either. It looks kind of like what it is, early 2000s. It just, if I had
1: to guess, it's it's not great. And uh, he the, loved there's it very about so, it, that's great. So so the
0: other ads were for different guitars, but the same, same
1: exact post. Wow, just him holding and then pictures of and swap these other guitar different here. guitars. And the
0: other ones were just Fenders or something.
1: I think it was like I, I think one might have been a parts caster or something like that, and one was a, some sort of Strat. I don't remember what, but it was uninteresting enough that I didn't take. Sc- Actually, I might have taken screen- screenshot of those, but didn't put it in the in the uh, well, I outline. He, I hope he finds his way. I hope he finds his way. And I hope, um, I hope he maybe just has like a better relationship now that he doesn't have to like hate on the one person that he decided to be in love with for the rest of his make, life on the internet. Make
0: peace, make peace.
1: Um, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the words I like to say. But also, before we do that, folks, Gibson's doing a good job right now with their video content. I've got to say, this icon series. This is the first I'm hearing it's about. Kind it, of fucking man. killing yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I the Dave Mustaine one, hot off the presses, just dropped yesterday, or I guess several days before this episode comes out. I watched it so good. I mean, I, yes. Okay. I do like Megadeth already. But so I a really wanted to well done it. documentary. Really well done documentary. It's, it's, it's essentially a fleshed out interview. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just him sitting in a cool room which in front of the Marshalls best. and guitars.
0: Cause that's like, you get the real stuff then, you know,
1: no spoilers. I'll, I'll let everyone watch it for themselves, but there are just a bunch of stuff in there that even as a longtime Metallica and Megadeth fan, and they get into all the old Metallica stuff, sure, the drama and he's and stuff. very, very candid about everything, which is really cool. Yeah uh he um he just he talks us through everything and and it's and it's beautifully shot there's videos that i've never seen fo- photos that i've never seen despite my years of being a fan of all this stuff uh all you know it's all of course fully licensed so there's just like tons of like really cool demos of megadeth songs and like original versions of songs there's there's been a kirk hammond already there's been a jerry cantrell there's been a brian ray who uh you know has played with like paul mccartney oh, forever yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. uh i believe the Thumbnail icon for that one is his pool, yes, which is I've the seen that photo. outline of a Les Paul body. Yep. Which just like I if mean, you if can it, do it, man. If you had a Les Paul, pool, smoke him if you got him.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you're gonna have that in every photo shoot you do. That's, <laughs> That's just for, the way.
1: He, and he has multiple bursts, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, I haven't actually watched the Jerry Kane trial when I started it, but the I other would. Do. Ones I have might. Been,
0: I might even check that one out first.
1: I am super gonna watch it.
0: AIC has always been super close to my heart. AIC
1: <laughs> getting achy. Uh, gotta watch them, folks. Yeah. If you like it, and I will also add they don't there's a lot of cool gibson stuff featured because it's made by gibson but at no point in any of these did i feel like it was an ad which is a huge deal for a brand to make something right good in content without making it like here's the word of buy this yeah. shitty guitar or like they do the whatever. slow
0: motion like showing the guitar up close and like the really oh, fancy yeah like f- blur bokeh and shots i mean let's be honest it, I wouldn't be upset if they did. I would almost expect they could them to. have right, for sure. Right, right. But I think
1: they did a good job of letting these just icons, the story tell the story. Yeah, yeah there's so many. Just, you gotta let the story tell the story. Tell the story that's tell that's the story right there, sometimes, dude. man. So you know what, dude? I'm gonna do the thing that I like to do, uh, that I love to do. In fact, every week, which is make up a little fake jingle for this segment right here. So I'm gonna do it. <clears throat> Dave's Docs, dog, Dave's Docs, dog, Dave's, Dave's, Dave's Docs, dog, dog, Dave's, Docs. Dog, dog, dog. All right. kind of lost man, it at the end, musical. but yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to start. I'm gonna, two st- two I'm, two gonna, two I'm gonna, Dude, I'm going to start. Oh, it needs the auto tune at the end. I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going to start my elbows out a little bit, getting a little, getting a little bit crazier with it on the roads. I'll keep it fresh, man. Yeah, I dude. like it.
0: Um, what you got? so I, I went back, uh, cause I haven't watched this in a while. And, um, so I went back to my 1971 documentary and I watched part oh, three last night. Oh, forgot and I'm, about I'm it I'm starting already. to realize that one, I can only watch one episode at a time and not just because of Dave's docs, but it's a lot to take in a lot of content. Um, but if you guys aren't watching the Apple plus, uh, 1971, how the music changed the world or whatever it was called, it's something like that. Um, I realized every episode is like completely different. Like they go over different artists. Like last the episode two was basically about all the Rolling Stones and going being an exile in Main Street. They kind of went into some Hunter S. Thompson stuff. Mm. So it's neat because they cover music, but then they also cover some like cultural things mm-hmm. that were going on at the time or or how like the world was changing at the time. So in this one, and of course in every episode they touch on the Beatles, which is just like they're going to have to, right? I touch on the Beatles all the um, time, baby. This one actually really got into David Bowie a lot. Oh, yes. Which I've watched the David Bowie doc not too long ago and uh, in the, some of the movies. What,
1: like the, the last five years?
0: uh no actually i i can't bring one. myself to watch that one because i think be yeah. too sad. it's
1: really good
0: yeah i know I, i've heard
1: and it's it. actually not that sad it's honestly not, okay. i mean it of course like all of us as we know how it ends he, yeah yeah but right.
0: um no the one i i can't remember the name of it now but I, I, we did cover it in an episode okay. and it was a good synopsis of his whole mm-hmm. career and everything um and then obviously the um the ronson stuff you know we watched the documentary right. with him and everything so this was actually interesting. So, and I think I might have talked about this once because I watched a movie. You ab- watched a movie? About David Bowie, com- but it's with like oh, actors. Oh, the biopic, right? Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I want to say it. Mark Marin might be the manager. Maybe oh. he, Mark Marin
1: sh- does show up in that, and I have not I've, seen I think it. He it's plays it's his supposed manager. to be not good, right? It's okay.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but this really did happen the first time he came to the States. You know, Man, uh, Man Who Sold the World was out. Mm-hmm. And he came to the States, and like people were like, he couldn't, for whatever like legal visa reasons or whatever, he couldn't go play a, a gig. Basically, he couldn't play a concert. He could do live performances on the radio, and he could do private parties. Crazy. And they talked about a scene where he's playing this acoustic gig. He's kind of like going through his songs, and he's at like a private party that they. I guess you could say hired him to do. He probably mm-hmm. did it for fucking free. And like Andy Warhol shows up and he's like, "Hey, we're all going to go party at my house." And they're like, "Oh, okay." So everybody just ditched. Like they just leave. Mm-hmm. Like and you're talking about David fucking both. Yeah. Like, but he was a kind of a nobody at the time, you know? Wow. So and um, then
1: later uh, he wrote a song called Andy Warhol.
0: Yeah. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool um, because everybody starts somewhere, and that's a really good story. If you ever get dude, you were just
1: filled with like wisdom little, nuggets. Little today. Sayings, <laughs> little hyperbole. I don't I I
0: dude I keep it I'm 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 um, here for it. Then they get an Alice Cooper a lot, which Oh sick. I, I did do another doc and Alice you Cooper, did. which is funny. But yeah, you're fucking crossing streams. Here, I'm crossing man. streams, but this is what I love it because I'm it's all coming back <laughs> yeah. to me. Um and it really gets into how he wrote eighteen in nineteen seventy one the song eighteen uh-huh. which is like probably his biggest pop hit ever. Yeah. And the band wrote it specifically to be like, let's write a pop song so we can or a hit single. So we can just keep doing this because like, awesome. we're not making it like yeah. this isn't working. People aren't getting this kind of what happened is like the Beatles broke up and then like some bands were trying to be like pop stars and like they were trying to be like like the whole teeny bopper thing was like done by this mm. time. Right. As soon as the Beatles were done, like nobody wanted to hear that shit anymore. Damn. Yeah. And um, and then but then, you know, how the Beatles got weird towards the end. Everybody was getting kind of weird. <laughs> really? I never heard. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, so they were like, well, Alice Cooper's like, well, I'm going to get really weird. And then they're like, no, you got to dial it back and like actually write a song. You yeah. It's like, going your, against shit is, the grain. your shit is so fucking crazy. Um, it's no feed my Frankenstein, exactly. but what could be, but then, so this kind of goes full circle and then I don't, did you ever get in a rex at all? Oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So Mark I Bolin, had
1: hard Mark Bolin. Face. Okay, cool. So this is good. In
0: fact, it, I, I think some
1: people not to like, not to be too egotistical. I think that some people have come compared my songwriting to t-rex songs wow before. Yeah.
0: interesting yeah so i didn't know like the early t-rex stuff was like bubblegum pop kind of yeah like, ish, i like, don't like type it. songs not crazy about it yeah. um but he was kind of going through the other thing where he was like they're like you have to get weirder or this isn't going to work mm. anymore you know so then he starts dressing more androgynously and as does david bowie at the time and there was something with like their managers knew each other so This whole scene was kind of popping up in the UK Hmm. at the time, which I thought was really interesting. It's kind of glam glam rock, the beginning of glam rock. So uh, I spotted a really cool bass. I just had to go on a side tangent. Uh, The 66 Slab P-Bass, which is John had 3. I think they only made like to 25 of them or 200 of them I can't, I I can't remember I know I read the number. in that book it's that you low loaned me but I don't remember number. what it is like right now if you were to find I think one, it's
1: 200 I think it, I think you're maybe right that 200. sounds right
0: to me only three of them have ever like been accounted for yeah. although I noticed and I can't think of his name right now but the bass player of T-Rex was playing one in one of the live performances oh, they had oh man that is a I was mean like, look because I'm looking at it and I'm like alright it's like 1971 but the but they didn't really have the black pickguard going and the cream body. And then I looked at the edge and I'm like, oh, it's like not Sharp. it's not bevel. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then uh obviously the all maple neck, which was different mm. for the mid-60s as well. Wasn't that what was it? Wasn't it just like cheaper
1: for them to make them over there because they were like sort of being made so, in the, the UK yeah, or something like that? Yeah, I don't like know that. what I
0: don't know how they got to the UK, but they were a UK like special run. Right. Base. Exactly. So that's why you see like the Who had some yeah. and like he had one. Um, but other than that like they've made books about this fucking base mm-hmm. and like there's only like a few that have Did ever they have ever sold for sale for. Um, I fucking saw one one time for like I think they were asking like 25,000 and this might have been fifteen. that sounds years. cheap For this something that rare, right Fifteen years. Oh,
1: ago. well now that's yeah Yeah, at a, at it was zero like at the you end know
0: early like maybe 2006 or yeah. something like that. I saw it. So I uh, thought that holy was cool. shit 2006 was 15 years ago. Yeah, dude. It was
1: <laughs> You just you just broke my tired brain. Oh my god. I, I was like, "Wait, that's that's not math."
0: Oh my god, that's math. So then there, Okay, so like one one last thing about it was I thought was really cool was um, Oz magazine did you ever read about this uh, or know about this I don't think so So in the UK um, especially after the Beatles broke up the, the UK was like it's like England it's a it's a drab boring place it's like
1: <laughs> big shout to all of our no, British listeners at right the time
0: now. historically it was like there was nothing going on it was it was run by all conservative yeah. everything was just like you know rainy and gray and just like the way they paint it, like there was no psychedelic culture going on uh-huh. really, you know aside from like the Beatles thing which had already happened and this magazine came out called Oz magazine and it was kind of like a Rolling Stone magazine, but way further, like, like, uh, just nudity on the cover, like crazy artwork. Dude, you can find them on eBay. I started looking them up. Oh yeah. I want to buy an old, that sounds awesome. They're hundreds of dollars now, but like they started in the late sixties and then in 71, they just went off. They're like, we need, we need to just get crazy. Like we're, we're basically saying like do drugs, like don't (laughs) listen to your parents. Like they had an, they had an issue that came out called the school, the school children issue. And it was like, it had like naked women on the cover. Like it
1: was this just is starting to trigger some things in my brain now. I
0: think I might've, you seen recognize about the logo. If you saw okay, it, it's like yeah. OZ with psychedelic lettering. Right. Um, really colorful, you know, covers and stuff. Damn, fucking awesome magazine. Was it? So was it? So people went. In this? So people went yeah. nuts. They're like, "This is a counterculture thing. This is changing everything." So I thought that was fucking cool. And they just went on like a little tangent, you know. For it kind of goes back and forth in the story about wow. the people who worked there and the people who started it and all that stuff. How many episodes are there of this? I think there's six or seven. Okay. So uh, that was number That's three a, that I just man, watched. there's so much. And Holy then one crap. thing that it ends with, um, because it this is what I mean by it kind of keeps touching on the same people. It goes back to Bowie. And he played this thing called the Glastonbury Fair Festival. Mm-hmm. And this was like a straight up hippie fest. Like it was an all night, like Woodstock hippie fest. I've never even fucking heard of it. Glastonbury, man, it's the biggest festival in the world. Well, is it the same one though? It's, like I mean, you'd have
1: to think it's evolved. Yeah, right. I, I actually watched a documentary about it. Because this that.
0: was called the Fair Festival. Yeah. And it was like, it looked like Woodstock. Like it was like people rolling in mud and getting like butt naked and like jumping around. Dude,
1: I wanna get naked and rolling some mud. Dude, me that too. Sounds man. Great. Well, what are you doing? Well, I don't know. I got a hose I out there. I got back. some time.
0: I <laughs> spray me down with the hose. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, this is fucking awesome. Bowie still was like kind of unknown at the time. Uh I think um, he had "Changes" was out, and uh, he plays during sunrise. So when most people would be like waking up, because like you got to pass out eventually, they were up all night watching music, doing drugs. They're waking up and like you know people are going to the bathroom, going to get coffee, all this stuff, and he's got to go on, and he plays this haunting version of "Changes." where it's you, just and you go well, there was you, they, uh, they it. don't show up, but oh, they play man. the audio over like the scenes of the crowd and it goes back to kind of what you were saying earlier about the gibson documentaries like uh how do they get all this footage like yeah. there was footage where does it come from of, there was footage of like people and in, in, these are hippies so like you wouldn't expect them to have like cameras <laughs> right? right like they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. care about that shit but like there must have been like documentary people there and like they're inside of like their their tents and their man. teepees, like hanging out smoking weed and like they're, so, they're playing like all this scenery from that. You just know, teepees? Festival. Dude, I want a teepee. They had people at oh, teepees. Oh, man. And, um, or uh, yurts. They had yurts. yurts you know? Oh, dude. But, anyways, they're just playing the audio from this, and I'm sure you could look it up and oh. find it. It was fucking like chilling because mm. you're just like, he, this guy's about to be like the most famous guy in the world. So, that was fucking cool. Um, I can't give it a rating yet because I just haven't watched it all, but right. we're, we're on track for like. We're on track for, like, some high numbers, man.
1: I, I'm excited hearing you talk about it. Yeah. And I haven't even seen it it's
0: yet. It's fucking... And, and like I said, man, it's not just a music doc. It's definitely, like... a. Social commentary kind of thing, and like you know, I feel really like
1: that—that's the evolution that like Gearbuds has gone on as well. It's not—it's just it's not just music anymore. <laughs> we also talk about airplanes yeah. and the bears. Uh, the bears. Yeah. So, so there you have me, it. True meatball stuff. So, the whole well, things. Yeah, I don't get to ask you the uh, the ranking, but that's fine. You know, it's it's high. It's going to be high. Oh yeah, higher than unless this
0: thing just falls off a cliff. Yeah, I don't know why.
1: I don't know how it's going to happen, but we'll know. see. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about some stuff here, dude. Um, you know, it's funny. I realize as I'm looking through the notes here, you and I were really fired up this week. Yeah? earlier this week and, yeah. we were, and we we're gonna make this I had, I had written down scorched earth episode yeah we we're just gonna burn some motherfuckers down and i and i don't like i don't exactly remember what it was but i feel like it i remember social it media <laughs> oh god holy shit all right so what can we talk about without getting in too much trouble here i mean
0: we can get into it Obviously, you do the magic editing. You know, mm-hmm. if you're feeling better on Monday morning when you edit this thing.
1: Actually, I've got so that I'm glad you mentioned that. I've got to edit it on Sunday this week, so to ah, get you the photo so early one... because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be riding some roller coasters. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I was I was a little fired up on Wednesday when we were kind of texting. Wednesday, about it. yes. And I was like, man, you're dragging the side of me now. We should save it for Friday. But yeah. also, I might be more cooled down on Friday. Exactly. I'm not. Look, I'm not pissed, but there's certain moves that certain people make in their on their maybe on their social media platforms that bum me out the most. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's it's such like a thing that you can see. It's such a status symbol and you can see like a a physical track Mm -hmm. record. And and when you've seen somebody start something from the bottom and literally have like 100 followers to when they get a a, a four-figure number of followers, Mm -hmm. which isn't even that impressive, but it's it's pretty good for the amount of time they've put into it. Sure. And then you find out that they've unfriended you. Yeah. And when you're really somebody who had them on as a guest and – you really kind of feel a little dissed, man. I'm got, I am got to say. It and gets like, my goat, man. We're in the same social understand. circles, in the same musical circles. like. Yeah. Look, to protect the innocent, we'll,
1: we're not, we won't get into too many details. But basically, yeah, it's like when you, in any situation, not even just with this podcast, but when you, as a person, take the time to put in an effort to help someone else with something, the least that they can do is then not shun you later yeah right or act like you don't sort of exist like it's and and we and no one asked us to do any of that stuff so it's not like you ask for any compensation right. and or we anything weren't, like that i think
0: we were both on the same page where neither of us were trying to get anything out of never having each other on the podcast right. but uh it's kind of like kind of backhanded when you're like dude also like i mean i don't know i don't know this person you know as a person right, really. Yeah. But to me, it's like it's like it's a character thing. And I'm like, well, it's just so strange. Here's the thing. If you were to just be like, I'm eliminating everybody that follows me or mm-hmm. what is it? Everybody that I follow yeah. just to make it look like I follow one person. Exactly. And it's like some stupid thing or, you know, what's so you have like 83. So what you couldn't have 84. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's a weird thing to go. Down it's a and weird pick thing
1: when when, you know, when someone has done good for you than to just like to come across and it it just doesn't feel good to see it that's happened to me not even just like it's happening with friends and stuff and yeah. and i think the at the core of this maybe like the point is that social media is more powerful than we sometimes like to give it credit for and can maybe make us feel things or that yeah. we want it to be but the cat, that cat's kind of out of the bag already right it's just so strange to me when, yeah, when that whole game where it's you got to try to maintain this ratio of more followers than you're following, and what is that ratio, and who are you following? And who comes up with the
0: number of how many people you want to follow? Like when yeah. you went through and weeded all these right things that you follow out, like what does that do? What is that doing good for you? But then I mean, also, and and
1: I think the extra slap in the face for me was noticing that. There's still also another gear podcast that this thing is following. Yes. It's just like fuck. That just I don't know. Yeah. What did what did I do wrong to des- to deserve to have to like notice? I that. don't know,
0: man. And like and you know, again,
1: maybe we're just being extra sensitive. I don't think so, but I do know that we were fucking fired up and ready to burn some shit down on Wednesday. Yeah, so.
0: I was ready to talk some shit. I'm yeah. gonna keep my personal opinions on the product uh, to myself. Yeah, sure. But you know, it's just fucked up, man. I I just feel like when you feel like you're kind of on the same. Wavelength is a lot of people, and then yeah. you find out like they think they're better. It just than doesn't
1: feel thing. good. So if anybody's out there that is maybe um, a little bit of a turd on social media, maybe try to just like be a little more thoughtful, dude. I haven't talked about this yet, but I had a really fucked up social media week. Actually, really, I got dragged into the underbelly of fucking horror Twitter this week because on as I am wont to do, I get up in the morning early, I get on Twitter, do <laughs> a little, toxic, do though, a little doom scrolling, see what happened in the news, and then often we'll just like write a couple replies to people because that's what you do you reply to people on twitter like it's a free forum for everyone to talk to each other sure. chicago bears former quarterback jay cutler is an anti-masker and anti-vaxxer and i i didn't know that yeah and i and i had previously been a fan of his and so i like this is he just rejoined twitter has been tweeting a lot about this and uh so i replied to one and it was not i did not I mean, I could probably remember exactly what I said, but it's essentially like he said something about like, why, like, I don't understand, like, isn't it supposed to be about unity? Like, I you can get a shot, you can, get a ma- you can wear a mask, like, I'll make my choice. And, and my response was, well, that's not actually how a pandemic works, because we all have to choose the greater good, whether or not we want to, to then kill this, to end this thing, not to dig our heels in for political points, which is that's almost exactly what I tweeted. And I have had a really fucked up week because of it really it blew up hundreds of replies and likes and and comments and threads and retweets and quote tweets dang i mostly mostly Incredibly anti-vax, anti-mask people being really mean and just like saying well, that's horrible kind of the shit thing to me, about Twitter, though, attacking right? me personally. Um, on Tuesday, someone tried to hack my bank account.
0: I was going to say, "Are you going to get doxxed and hacked?" And I already did. Shit? Yeah.
1: So, uh, because I, and there were some supportive things too, but it turns out that the loudest uh, people are the angriest people for some reason. Yeah. And and again, they were. This they were in their safe space, right? right. So I was just They're trying act- to have a conversation with a, with a human being. It's not like I was like attacking any of these people right. personally. I was replying to Jay Cutler, former football player's tweet, right. and then to make it like about it drags me, you
0: out of that conversation and into like whatever is going into on
1: and like accusing me of so much weird shit. Like, oh, you need to turn off CNN. I don't like what. Like, I didn't talk <laughs> about the news. Like, <laughs> I was right. just saying like how a pandemic works, and then I mean, there is just it, yeah. Part this week has not been good for social media for me it's been a weird one yeah Yeah.
0: i maybe i was trying to make a correlation between that and us losing the one fan one fan yeah (laughs) exactly i'm just trying to justify well
1: jay color lost his one fan and me because i would i followed him like i i i can i can agree with people who have different politics obviously but then when it when it becomes this matter of a people fucking dying all over the place and then b having all of your people come at me so hard that he but I don't think he, he must that. no, of course not but he absolutely sees yeah. that oh well there were yeah. I dude my phone my, my battery on my well, phone that's I'm was saying. dying like because I was just constantly getting uh. notifications I got a notification from Twitter saying hey looks like you're getting a lot of notifications like here's how you can set up some filters right. for that it's like basically like, here's your first viral tweet yeah. here's what you should do yeah yeah yeah. and so i did you know but li- literally my battery fucking drained <laughs> crazy, from man. just constant notifications yeah and,
0: and not not good ones. and either. i
1: didn't reply i like there was there was one guy who tried to ratio me which for anyone who doesn't know it's like on twitter you things can be liked or things can be commented on okay and if you have more comments than likes, that means you've been ratioed. Okay, and so a guy wrote ratio, which is like a thing people do. I and see.
0: So it means like more people disagree with you.
1: Exactly. Okay. And so then, which I haven't been ratioed by the way, but then so I replied so another to that. feather in your cap. I like, dude. I I, <laughs> I liked it for him. That's for. And then I and the only the only reply I did was. Honestly, you seem like you really need this. Have another like from me. Yeah. And then other people did like kind that's of the same. thing, like, yeah, you know, we gave them sympathy likes yeah. too. But that's it. Like that, I didn't, I didn't get shitty. I didn't like engage in, in negative yeah. ways. I could dude, I was scared. I got my fucking bank account tra- that's that tried crazy, to hack, dude. dude. Like that's it's wild. fucked up. Yeah. It, just for one reply. Not even an original tweet, just a reply to yeah. an anti-vax tweet.
0: Well and it's also like you're not even making like a big statement. You were just like, hey, here's an I like here's my opinion about it. And then everybody just like loses their shit.
1: It, well it was I, it's I guess it's not even an opinion. He, what I was addressing was that he said well, like where is the unity? And it's but how hypocritical is a statement to ask for unity when you're saying that, like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else because I won't get this vaccine and right. I won't wear masks. Right. So that's not how that's just not what unity means. And that's what I was addressing. I didn't even get into the like the politics or like the actual anti like how fucking ridiculous is it is to be an anti-vax or anti-masker yeah. right now. I didn't. It, Purely was
0: like I just said here's what unity would look like right
1: and then the the world didn't
0: like I that. mean in a way it's like that was a good comment because that obviously stirred up some motherfuckers, you know
1: I didn't I the, I, I guess I I didn't
0: want to stir up when, I would, I would love said, to like have you, people be happy. See, here's the, I've never had Twitter ever yeah. I like I've never even logged on to it I've clicked on like video links when sure. people have sent it to me, yeah. which is just like sports highlights or whatever But when I saw the screenshot of what you posted, I actually couldn't my brain like couldn't make sense of like mm-hmm. what it was I was like i don't know what this means it's like yeah that's how dumb i am with this stuff so i'm like i don't know man i hope it goes well yeah boy. it I, didn't you know i don't spoiler, know spoiler it did not and <laughs> i'm
1: st- oh dude i'm sure right now i could look at my phone and i've yeah. got notifications well, from it like several days later it's it's trickled down the for world sure. is a
0: interesting place right
1: now. yeah but I, I guess uh the point is that i did uh then unfollow jay Cutler yeah. on twitter so he did lose <laughs> his he
0: probably lost a few more actually Or oh, and gained sure probably he won't he won't the more, only too. one yeah i don't know you know
1: it was funny though to see like all because a lot of them are Bears fans, you know. And it's like, do people know that like I'm one of you? You know, like I love the Bears too. I'm going to the yeah. fucking game tomorrow. Like this, we're we're all fans of the same thing. Why when, are you attacking me personally? I right know now? a lot
0: of true Bears fans that fucking hate Jay Color. Totally. No, like even when he was on Dude, the team, they were like, "Here's
1: Fuck the guy. best part." And I couldn't. find He's kind of one of the
0: most hated quarterbacks. Of Check all
1: the time. this out. Do you remember the that morning when like everyone got fired on the Bears, including Trustman and, yeah. and all that stuff? Right, cleaned house. I that morning went to work and it was a, it was a snowy m- morning. I remember it was like almost kind of blizzardy out and Fox local Fox news was out in front of my office building downtown. Oh really? They interviewed me on Fox. Like I've got video of this. No somewhere. Shit. Dude, check this out. And they're like asking me, it's like, what do you think about everything? I was like, oh yeah, Trustman had to go, blah blah, you know, this sort of stuff. And they're right. like, well, what would you think about Jay? And I was like, honestly, I'm kind of a Jay Cutler supporter. Like, i i didn't yeah, I didn't hate him as much as everybody else. Like on fucking television, I am <laughs> on record de- defending this man. And then like, I had a couple of the worst days of my life almost directly because of him. As a Bears fan, it makes sense to me that he would still be able to provide me with such misery, so I guess that's One okay. last question and then we'll move Let's on. Let's do it.
0: Uh, are you sure it wasn't Jay Cutler the bodybuilder and not Jay Cutler? Did, that's the, that's the a valid
1: player. valid point. Just um, double Jay check. Jay Cutler the say. bodybuilder uh, does also have a Twitter account. It, I believe that's just at Jay Cutler. Jay, football player is Jay has tweets. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, he's okay. new to the thing. Yeah, because so. his Instagram's like Jay's finally on Instagram. Exactly, like right. So Same, he thinks he's so cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, well,
1: so yeah, it sucks because again, i support the fucking <laughs> dude for no reason like it's not like well that's the thing he doesn't play anymore you don't have to support him no wow. but i have in the past i i have on fucking i am on official record he cut the last string he did and it's yeah. uh, it dude but it it just like made me feel sick and shitty and i and i don't like it so Fuck him. that's that all right uh that's a little scorched earth for you um but i guess here's the question then yeah what like if I mean, I, like if is there a better like is there a better thing that we could do with our socials, you know, like or what do people want? What do you listen or what would you like from our the socials? way I
0: see it? And I hope this is correct. I think people just want to see the gear. Cool. Fun shit. You know, like mm-hmm. with Facebook, I try to post like either humorous things or yeah. really interesting photos or interesting articles or interesting music videos, because to me, it's like. Especially on Facebook, it's a world to get away from all the other crap. <laughs>
1: Facebook is just a it's it's a, it's a dumpster cool. fire. Yeah. I
0: literally go on it to like do that, and then I'm and then like wish people a know, happy I'll, birthday. I'll and say I'm out.
1: I noticed that on the phone app, they've made it a lot easier for like when you have a, both a personal page and like a whatever to switch your, over your page. They made it so much easier to just like interact as that. So I've really liked yeah. that. It, it, they it's did used ch- to be a real they pain in the it. butthole to figure that out. They before. changed it recently, yeah. and because
0: I actually do it on my computer, just because yeah. in like the you know in the workday, I'm like oh just jump in sure. boom, boom boom switch, and then. But yeah, now you can just switch in the top it's corner so easy. with the name. And then I can go in and see all the messages we got from people. And you can follow other yeah. b- like brands and whatever. Yeah. It used to be a lot harder to figure yeah, out like how the to whole like, like stuff
1: as a page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've sort but of... So, so, that so that's my opinion. Yeah. Is
0: for me, I think people want to see we post fun shit. We post GearBud stuff. You know, I think that's cool shit. Fuck post. yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's a thing um, that happened to me. And I, I wonder if you've ever felt this. I feel like every time I feel really good about like selling something, mm. instantly something else pops up to to take its place that you have to buy right away. But I have to buy right away, <laughs> so I. Got, well, it's just because
0: you know you have that money. You know, you're like, oh, I got this wad of cash now. But it so, and I think the other
1: thing is that having, um, having a having a carefully, I don't say, I don't know if I'd say curated, but like a, a deeply stocked reverb watch list yeah. can be fucking dangerous man yeah so sometimes i I hope i haven't sold it yet but i'm about to sell my old bogner oh right and uh you know for some cache and then i was like all right cool uh whatever and then dude like 20 minutes later email from reverb this Thing in your watch list went on sale for the first time, and it's and we've talked about on the show before. It's the Critter and guitari Iz, which is a video synthesizer. Oh yeah, and it's fucking dope. And I've never they never come up used like I've never seen one for sale used as a
0: newer product. It's a better deal used, like it's brand new,
1: but they put it on sale. Like Reverb has their like summer sale happening right now, so I have until August thirty first to pull the trigger. But that's only a few days. Dude, instantly like I mean, it's actually not the same amount of cash. I will still have extra cash left over, but it was just like oh.
0: One gear for there that gear. one
1: gear for the other gear. Yeah. Did you have you, have, did you uh, feel that? Yeah, have you ever been been that boat.
0: Yeah, I mean when I've when I've sold especially like big ticket stuff, you know I've been like oh, I could turn around and just like buy this other guitar. Mm-hmm. I just sold a guitar, but now I need another one. And There's a the space in my brain. By the way, to be also like I'm not even going to go play this guitar. I'm going to find something on Reverb, you know, which is a lot different than mm-hmm. maybe something like that where. You, it could play like shit. You you're don't even right, know. Dude, so, totally. Um, it could just have zero magic when you get it. And you're just like, oh, that sucks. Now I got to just sell this thing. Don't forget to take
1: that octo- pedal today. Yeah. I just thought of Ooh, that. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, and I, I got into my micro synth the other night.
1: You did. And you I, posted a picky. I posted
0: a picky and Electroharmonics liked it.
1: EHX? They liked like it. it. Okay, dude. All right. Fuck it. I was going to do something else. It's time to talk about some EHX shit because you just mentioned it. All right. All right. Have you seen... Okay, first let me, let me let me take a step back. I think Mike Matthews is is fucking awesome. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, you know he's he's done some questionable things, I'd say in terms of taste with some of his advertisements and kind of weird icky lady stuff. But otherwise, I actually really like this guy. So what I'm about to say, I, I'm not trying to talk shit. I guess. Oh, okay. Have you? <laughs> Have you heard about his this magnetosphere stuff that he's talking about? No. Okay. Is it a pedal or something? Oh, that's that is a fucking wonderful question right there, Dave. So just think about that for a second. Okay. okay. I've I've read a bunch. I've read the actual press release. I've read some articles about this. I'm going to do my best to like talk about it a little bit right now. I do know
0: he's a wacky scientist. He's guy.
1: a fucking wacky scientist yeah. guy. He actually has. I, I think it's a master's in like yeah. chemistry or something. Some like shit. That. Yeah. Okay, dude. So. I'm going to have to do probably a little bit of editing for, throughout this cuz I'm going to go back and forth some, some with some stuff. But basically, fans of VHX have been scratching their domes the past week or two because they put out this this press release about harnessing the power in the magnetosphere. And hmm. and so you might be asking yourself what's a magnetosphere? Yeah. Well, they, I'm thinking
0: of the layers of the atmosphere and I'm like, I don't think it's that's one, not of those. one of those. Yeah, so okay.
1: basically, uh, from m- listening to a lot of star talk, my understanding of a magnetosphere is Inside the Earth's core, there is this molten iron that's uh, rocking around. It's it's swirling. It's very sort of active, and 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 it's and it's putting out what we on Earth know as our magnetic field. Mm-hmm. That does a lot of things for us. It's like how we know where north is on a compass. Yep. Uh, so you know navigation, all that kind of shit's hugely dependent upon it. It's also incredibly important in terms of blocking bad stuff that we as humans can't and all the stuff on earth can't uh deal with from the sun oh so the magnetosphere is like this thing that like kind of protects us from a lot of like the really shitty stuff going on but also you know it has these other things and um uh so one of the actually this is a completely side side tangent but one of the things that I i i still haven't seen somebody address this really when we talk about terraforming mars and like moving to mars right Mars does not have a magnetosphere, so I don't know how we can live <laughs> You'd there. You'd have
0: to build it. We this. would have to
1: figure out how to like re because it. I, I'm pretty sure it has a similar core to like the Earth. Like we would have to figure out how to like do some, you know, 20th century sci-fi movie shit. Yeah. Get down into the center of right. Mars and restart that magnetic core, or
0: build it into some kind of like atmospheric dome or something like. Right.
1: That. You're right. So total recall. Style. I don't. Anyways, completely off top. That's a magnetosphere. Okay. Okay. So, uh, end of July, those on the HX mailing list received an email with a subject line quote. I don't even know what this number is. It possesses six, 690. I think that might be whatever bigger than a trillion joules of untapped continuous energy. This is an email from electro harmonics to their mailing list. I don't, I want to get it. on this mailing I got list. It. Yeah, I didn't Dude. get one. It's also on the HX website. Okay. So (laughs) the email is written in the first person, apparently by Mike Matthews. Uh, The source of energy is described further. The sun compresses the Earth's magnetic fields by bombarding it with ions. This is what we're just talking about. This compression means that the magnetosphere is asymmetrical, sort of like how the Earth is also asymmetrical, stretching around 40 to 50,000 miles on the side of the Earth facing the sun and well over 2 million miles on the side facing away, which Mm. is interesting. Uh, That's my little side. Uh, so, Matthew, Mike Matthews and his colleague, Robert Meyer, are working together on a method of converting the potential energy of the compressed side of the magnetic field into usable energy here on Earth. Whoa. That's pedal maker Mike Matthews, f- folks, sending uh, this this email. He writes, I'm currently assisting Bob with building a system on Earth to stimulate and retrieve energy to Earth by means of an oscillation that would begin in the magnetosphere build narrow down then penetrate the ionosphere to be retrieved from almost a point source on earth why dude i don't know but the (laughs) best part has been the internet's reaction like people on reddit being like is this something like is this about a pedal?" yeah um anybody know what mike matthews is on and then so someone's like oh maybe it's a power supply which oh. that would have been a smart idea to call that the magnetosphere like, is getting like, like sort yeah. of people thinking about some science shit
0: or is um, it just like a totally random fucking but project? wait
1: so this is happening on reddit okay. uh, a user with a handle ehx engineering chimes in hmm. saying uh that they do indeed work there and they c- i can assure you this has nothing to do with music <laughs>
0: dude mike matthews he's is fucking wacky, wild yeah. i loved him in the pedal documentary dude i loved him dude uh cool man uh i look forward to so the si- this science that. is like i'll be honest a bit
1: outside of my wheelhouse dude i am i, lo- I glazed over but oh uh, so this robert meyer guy uh he's um this is where it got a little extra shaky to me so first of all he's a dude that designed the original big muff so oh. this is like the expert i mean, mike matthews sort of it seems like he knows what he's talking about but like i guess this other guy is the one who's like actually worked in this world but here, check this out um well i guess first of all Ma- mike matthews has been talking about this for a while i guess he like that number that he used came from some letter f- that he wrote to a nasa scientist in 1999 so it's not like oh, he wow. just started thinking yeah, about this
2: right
1: i'm this is from a guitar.com uh interview, or, uh article they say uh, they contacted him and Mike Matthews replied saying, I cannot go into details. Oh. But um, he did describe uh, in a simpler terms. So I'm going to read some of this. Um, when you have a compressed magnetic field caused by constant bombardment of the magnetosphere from the ions shooting from the sun, mm-hmm. that's solar wind. It's a constant pool of energy. Think of a spring. You stretch it. And if you let it go, it would pop back. So that's sort of like how, where he's trying to get to this transfer yeah. of energy from. Uh, but here's the thing that sort of... I'm trying to find it. I guess the the deal is that this other guy, Robert Myers, also supposedly worked for, like... I don't know if it was the NSA or some other big government organization that... Area 51. I, right, dude. But that's the, <laughs> I, that was the vibe I was getting when I was reading it because it was like he had a number of patentable technologies that he designed for them, but they never actually patented them so that they could keep it hidden from the public. Right. Which is the sort of thing that someone says when they, like, maybe... Like our like hunting Sasquatch or I something. I mean, it's you it's know? getting on that Bob Lazar level for sure, dude. Right. Dude. Yeah. So I yeah, I, it's I was shocked and 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 I've, i wanted to talk about this past couple weeks and i just like couldn't, i mean couldn't i didn't get if it warranted
0: it. a press release and an email blast i guess to the whole electro harmonics pedal right, community. to anyone who's ever signed up for your, which is probably hundreds of thousands of people dude so great that's hilarious but if you can you imagine
1: like our little world of gear if we figure out how to get free unlimited unlimited power for the whole world like i would take some credit for that Please. oh one other thing uh we can talk about it maybe more next week but i guess also, Mike Matthews, you know, of course, I'm sure everyone listening knows he's also one of the biggest tube makers in the world. Like, he went and got all those Russian tube companies, started back up in the 80s and shit. Um, he's saying that right now there's a panic and that availability of vacuum tubes could get real scarce soon. Oh, wow. So I don't want to be a scaremonger and drive prices up, but I was been. talking to our good buddy Max, former guest. He, we talk about him a lot on the show. And, you know, I don't like... I don't know if it's the worst idea to maybe buy some backups for your stuff right now. Yeah. Because you you can still get all the tubes right now, but the idea is that they're saying, like, soon, fewer and fewer comp- – uh, um, like, one of the main ones in China, like, just stopped doing it entirely really? recently. And so, like, it, it's just becoming much more of a reality that tubes are getting way harder to, get, to make. It makes sense. Or You're more
0: expensive if you wanted to buy them.
1: Tell me what you think about this, Dave. I feel like when these types of things happen – it presents an opportunity. So do you think that there is an opportunity? I I guess maybe I should say I am surprised that someone hasn't like much like the vinyl resurgence in this country mm-hmm. and throughout the globe. There have been a bunch of vinyl pressing plants that have opened recently, right. but all sort of more like smaller. There are some giant ones, too, but mostly like smaller, kind of like boutique. Yeah. High quality sort of vinyl. Pressing and they're not plants. doing
0: huge pressing, like huge, run, huge runs.
1: I am surprised that that. Angle has not been taken for for tubes yet. The tube industry. There's some I believe that there isn't because we're. What I are mean the, when you buy JJ, all those tubes are they're all sourced from like multiple Chinese and, and Russian companies. Like you're not really buying like you. They're fine, but it's like it's not like it's this specially curated right. design thing. They're just they're just sourcing them from wherever, they and they can probably get just them. put their stamp on it or something. Exactly, like it's Telefunken? like a sort of an OEM I mean, thing. So the, like there, a lot- I don't think that I just don't think that there is a really a company right now doing super, super high-end quality tubes. And I could I see know. there being a market for that. Doesn't
0: Electro Harmonics actually make tubes? That's what I'm saying. So yeah.
1: yeah, but those are all like, those are the cheapest ones. They're These just outside, and, and, and they're like yeah. Russian factories, and but even they're having a hard time making them right now.
0: Well, I know there's a big culture of people who buy the new old stock or like the old, even the old oh, yeah. ones from old radios that they use in World My War SVT
1: has new old stock yeah. GE and Magnavox right. tubes in it. Which like I hear
0: are like indestructible. Basically. That's
1: a thing. I, I just feel like and maybe, maybe, maybe we should do it ourselves, but I do believe between the guitar tube amp market, and again, it's not like it's gonna be some giant business, right. but for the guitar tube amp market and for uh, the hi-fi market, there are still people using tubes. And I think that there is room for someone to come in and make really fucking high quality tubes. And then also because not only are are you know the Bonamasas of the world and all the blues dads gonna buy these things, yeah, they can partner with you know, like two rock. I'm trying to think of like a very Balthazar, like they're like yeah. high end boutique boutique companies right. would place value in getting a better product, even if it's a little bit more money.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well that's what I'm, you started my wheels turning. Cause I was like, I wonder I if, fire burning that's right. Skidding, it, skidding out. Yeah. um No, I was think, trying to think of like who. There's got to be companies out there that are like boutique tube builders.
1: Do, but that's the thing. Like, they're you know, Mullard is one of the names yeah. that you've heard for a long that's time. A one, yeah. But that's again, I'm pretty sure Mullard is just made in one of those other factories. And they might have like, started as a bigger, but then they're they like, were going to
0: be cheaper to outsource. Exactly.
1: Like I do think that I'm just saying, putting it out there in the world, build some tubes. Dude, maybe we should fucking build some. I wouldn't tubes, know where dog. to start, but I'd put I wouldn't our, either. I'd put our logo on the I side, do, do, baby. And, and that like you have an SVT set, you have a, a twin set, you've got you have, ways to yeah. You have a, a JCM eight hundred set. Like you have you know you're not gonna make everything, but you're gonna make the best of the few things that people really want, which are look, like twelve AX7s, EL thirty four, six L sixes, sixty five fifties. That's right. that's gonna cover most of it right there.
0: That's a really, really interesting thing. Cause I know right now you could go like when uh Charlie needed a whole new set of tubes for his Vox. I was like, well, let's just, how hard could it be? We'll just buy a set online Mm -hmm. and like you can go to Amazon and buy fucking a whole set of tubes. I usually buy
1: from Tube Depot because there's other places. They like, they sort of curate it for you in the way that That, they like actually make sure that they are, because the tubes all have different ratings. Right, right. So they'll like actually will properly buy You actually sent me that
0: link when I was asking you about it. I remember. Um, So. But, again, they're probably using just normal components. They're getting
1: whatever they can. And they're, no, they're just a retailer. They're not making them I just themselves. Wonder, no, I
0: just wonder how hard it would be to build a tube. You know, I'm sure you it's know
1: specialized say. machinery, you know, like any right. sort of glass blowing stuff. Especially and, the glass. And, it's, and it's, it, the, they're vacuum tubes, so, like, you have to vacuum seal them. Yeah. But I don't think it's – I mean, it's dude, it's just like making fucking light bulbs, you know? Yeah. With pins. Right. Maybe we should
0: build some tubes. I mean, people would definitely buy boutique tubes. I know that for no a No question. Fact. Whether I would it's builders probably buy or, them. like you said, or just, like, you know, guitar dads. You yeah um, or or pros, I but mean, if you could prove that they were like if you could just be like, dude, these are ten times as strong as anything you've mm-hmm. got, they last longer like because like I said, there's a there's a, a pretty big culture of people who do buy the new old stock ones or even go on eBay and find old tubes that still work mm-hmm. that are guaranteed and those are supposed to last forever. So if you could remanufacture the way those were built, or even components. figure out a way
1: to do like make an improvement, like uh, even take it beyond the vintage thing and make it somehow modern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is, you which know, you probably frankly fucking ridiculous to talk about when we're talking about glass tubes glowing it's inside of amplifiers, like glass
0: and like a piece of metal wrap, right, and
1: filaments and shit. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's I don't really, really remember thought. how we got to that, that tangent, but there it is. I got one more thing that I want to talk about here Let's do it. because this is we we've been in future gear for a while and we haven't really talked about any future gear. Okay. This is some future gear. Dave, if you want, you can now make beats with your cereal box. Oh, I'm listening. Hell man. yeah, you're listening. So Reese's or Reeses, Reese's, Reese's. I always say Reese's pieces, Reese, and I think oh, that, that drives pieces. people insane. Yeah, it does. Uh, they now ha- are selling their cereal. It's like the Reese's Reese's puff. I believe. Yeah, cereal. they're delicious. Uh, you can so on the like the the box is designed to there are a few different ones there's like a drum machine a synthesizer and like a bass machine yeah and the box looks like them one like you know old rolling machines basically like an 808 or whatever like and then with an ar app on your phone that you download for free you like it like you look you know use the camera and and, and then it turns no like in real time like you you with your camera you're looking through your phone screen and you're looking at the box and and then the box becomes a drum machine that like plays and then all the sound comes out of your phone no shit yeah dude so they've got drum machine a bass synth i think it's called rpfx um it's a there's a they also so you can like consumers can buy these they've also made a real synthesizer that they've sent out to like influencers or whatever that's like a but it's still made by Reese's for some reason. So it has reason. like the orange and all that. And exactly. Like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, it's uh, the RP Pro's design uses fake cereal for its step sequencer and knobs that look just like Reese's peanut butter cups. That's great. According to information on the side of the RP Pro, which is the one that that's like the one that they're sending out to influencers, uh, this is my favorite detail. It contains 808 calories.
0: Oh like, yeah. Ooh. I wonder who
1: <laughs> works. At Reese's, that's like such a fucking yeah. gear, gear and synth head. That's like I'm gonna convince everyone that like this is the idea right now because that's like considerable amount
0: of investment. Well, the app, the boxes, the design, oh, all the, that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about it. They just it's had a like, huge, huge undertaking. They had like a cartoon cockatoo for a while or something like. <laughs> I don't that, even you know? know. Yeah, I think they had something like that. I haven't had that cereal in years. But when was I was a kid. Awesome. Peanut butter Captain Crunch is my so favorite. So this is like the next level of that to me. It's it's a little like it's not a, it doesn't quite like kill the top of your roof mm, like the roof of dude, your mouth.
1: Right, Butterfinger syndrome.
0: Yeah, Captain Crunches will do that to you, but it's worth it, man. Um, I haven't had cereal in such a fucking long time. I haven't had it in years, man. Yeah. I'll be honest, like it's the one for I gave them. up like five years ago, and I haven't bought one single box. Wow. Yeah. So you were a cereal boy. I used dude. I would at ten o'clock at night. Little yeah. maybe a little. High, hey. Used to just I could eat three bowls of cereal easily.
1: I you know I I haven't in a long time but I. I feel like that might be a perfect stoner treat.
0: cereal, like a cold uh, bowl of
1: cereal, with yeah. some shit ch- like tasty peanut buttery the, things then the in there. And the milk gets changed. Right. I,
0: love, I love cereal, man. I could go on for hours about fucking dude, different. Cereals. I haven't
1: eaten dick today, and I want some. fucking <laughs> cereal. <laughs> go get a box of cereal. I haven't eaten dick in a few days. Maybe you hey, can find this at the grocery want, store. You want me to eat some dick? Eat some hey. dick, hey. man. You gonna hose me down? Or? Oh. <laughs> I'll get that over fucking one-wrestling. Um,
0: no, dude. I think it's a cool fucking idea, though, man. It's like it's fun because also if you're a kid who's eating it. Well, you don't have to be a kid to eat cereal, but I would be so excited about, Remember, we used music? to play just like little board games on the back. And yeah, shit. Dude. And now it's like, you can actually sit there with your phone and then it's actually something interactive that you're doing. It's like actually using your and brain. You like
1: are, you're incentivized to keep a cereal box, which is a strange yeah. thing too. That's, which is cool. Uh, and yeah, like, you know, the, we used to get a, I don't know, like a little, little Cracker Jack or yeah. whatever. And the, no, cr- you'd get something in the Cracker Jack. Like box. a little but, plastic mood little ring, or mood ring. Yeah. Now you get to play a fucking synthesizer, dude. dude.
0: Um, You know what made me think of where I thought you were going to go with it? Hmm. Remember you made that little cardboard synthesizer? Oh, yeah. I, I thought they were going to do something there. like that where they actually have the piece in there and you could just plug it in. Ooh. That'd be an expensive box of cereal, though. It would be an
1: imagine. expensive box of cereal. Also uh, th- dangerous because people might eat integrated you circuits might eat the- and <laughs> resistors. <laughs> you <laughs> I mean, I almost smiled, swallowed one of the mood rings
0: once, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think, honestly, anything about putting put something hazardous and chokeable inside food has ever been a good idea.
0: No, but it... It was there for a long time.
1: I bet you can still buy cracker jacks with, with like a uh, like a tattoo or something they, in there. I think
0: there. they yeah, they have like a sticker now. Yeah, right. It's just like a wrapped up sticker. It's like, oh come on, oh. Man. Just put like the actual like jacks in there, you know, the little game with the ball and you can oh grab the jack. Oh, God. Talk Imagine shred, swallowing one of, those. Your <laughs> throat? one of those well, bad boys. There was an old Simpsons where he was like Crustios had the every like hundredth box had a metal like blade <laughs> in it. You remember that? I and Bart do swallows that. it and he has to <laughs> get his appendix taken out. <laughs> man I, it's god I, it's been so long since oh, I, I watched The Simpsons. Now. i know i, I want, want to eat eat cereal and watch the simpsons now Shit. i want a
1: burger oh, i don't even know where that came from all right well <laughs> folks we're just like clearly losing it we're right rapping, now man. so i, I think it's it. time but um great fucking episode dude. great job man great sitting across from you looking at oh, that yeah. sexy queens of stone age shirt Thank and you, uh, if you as uh, one of our lovely friends and fans made it this far why don't you go make some music